Hey, my name is Chelsea and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go, so check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram at Chelsea N Coaching to learn more. Okay, let's get to this week's episode. I wanted to spend this first episode introducing myself and telling you about the inspiration for my business. So I grew up in upstate New York near Albany, and I have two, two younger siblings. And I was always that kid in school who loved making lists and using my planner and got my homework done ahead of time and just kind of that typical type A nerdy kid. So I ended up going to college for biomedical engineering. Um, and while I was not a great fit as an engineer, I absolutely loved the experience and, and often say, if I go back and do it again, I would do the, the exact same way because engineering really gave me the skills I needed to think critically and problem solve and learn to communicate on a team that had people with different skill sets and understanding and really just working together towards that, that goal. While I was in college, I got introduced to the nonprofit world through volunteering with Relay for Life and Big Brothers Big Sisters. And I realized that I really enjoyed the nonprofit space. I loved rallying people behind a cause that I believed in. I loved thinking strategically and you know, creatively about how to reach out to people and get them invested in this cause as well. And I also realized I wasn't scared to ask people for money, which is an excellent skill set to have uh, in the nonprofit space. So once I graduated, I transitioned into working for independent schools um, within their annual fund. So I did that for a number of years um, and really, really enjoyed the experience. It's a, a great network. Like I said, I, I really believed in the missions that I was supporting and just met incredible people who helped me grow professionally and within the space that I wanted to be in. While I was working at an all-girls school in Troy, New York, I was asked to be a tutor um, for some of the students there who were struggling with executive function. So executive function is the that time management, productivity, organization, uh, how to read a textbook, how to take notes. It's really using and learning how to maximize your style of learning. And I realized that this is not inherently taught in schools. This is not something that you take a class in or is part of a, of a kind of standard high school career. We're lucky if we have a teacher who helps us learn to break down projects and stay on schedule and meet deadlines. But most students in high school or college are really, you know, white knuckling it through as they're trying to balance, you know, rigorous academics with sports or extracurriculars or having friends, right? And especially if you struggle with some of that executive function skills, it can just really be overwhelming and, and a struggle, even when you know what to do, right? You know how to do it. So this was something that was a really, this was a kind of a turning point for me because I realized that I have these skills that I picked up along the way and I could really 
do well and serve others by sharing them and walking them through that process. You know, what was inherent and, and easier for me was not inherent or easier for everybody. And so I really, really enjoyed tutoring. And I moved to the Virginia, Washington, D.C. area. I had a great experience there. My, I moved closer to my sister, which was so much fun. And I loved living in the city and just having access to all just a, just a really cool things that, that can go on in D.C. And I continued to tutor. I continued to work with students in the community and the school that I was working for to help them take these, these kind of challenging concepts and these all this work and pressure that they're putting on themselves and create plans so that they can make the most of it and, and produce work that they're really proud of. As I was doing this, I, I would kind of mention it to my colleagues. Oh, I'm tutoring tonight, um, executive function, work, time management, all that stuff. And, and would kind of lovingly get teased about my to-do list uh, at work or, or my ability to you know, to kind of take big projects or big processes and break them down and make sure that we're all on the same page, we are using the same language, and that everybody has really actionable takeaways from those meetings. And, you know, every time I mentioned that I was tutoring, someone would inevitably say, oh, man, I wish I had that, or oh, I wish you could help me, or I need some help with that, or oh, can you show me how to do this trick in my inbox or in Excel? You know, I was kind of that go-to person uh, for a lot of those quick quick fixes. And, and my philosophy at work was always, you know, if something, if you think something is taking longer than it should, it probably is. Um, and so I would encourage people to come talk to me and, and we could problem solve that together. So inspiration for my business really came together during the pandemic as with many people, um, I wasn't, I wasn't baking. I'm not a baker. So I had time now that I wasn't commuting and I was working from home to be you know, kind of creative and thoughtful and strategic about how I was going to put um, my business together. And so in June of 2020, I officially launched my business. And as with most businesses, it has transformed. At the very beginning, I was helping people who wanted to start nonprofits, put together their business plans and strategies around creating a nonprofit organization. It has since transitioned to really just kind of the coaching component of it. And, and that's where I realized that I could add the most value and loved working one-on-one with folks who have, you know, more challenging schedules, schedules where they don't have the opportunity to just kind of close everything down and and work on one thing at a time. Um, That's, that was really the the inspiration, the opportunity uh, I had right then and there. I got married in 2020. Yes, I'm a COVID bride and, and dealt with the roller coaster of scheduling and rescheduling and unscheduling and, and ultimately canceling anything big and just having a really small, absolutely beautiful, perfect ceremony uh, in Arlington, Virginia um, with our closest friends and family. My husband's in the Navy, so more time in Virginia, we moved to Guantanamo Bay Naval Base at the end of 2021. So I live in Cuba right now, which is absolutely amazing. I never in a million years thought I would end up here, but Guantanamo Bay Naval Base is really just, it's a really special place and it's really, really cool. And I love being near the ocean and and being in the sun and just adjusting back to that small town living. So if anyone has any 
questions or if you're interested in learning more and kind of behind the scenes of what life is like, not only on a military base, but on this particular military base, please reach out because I love talking about it. And it is just kind of a cool, weird, fun fact about my life. So when I'm not working as a nonprofit consultant or working in my business, I'm taking our pup Leia for walks drinking coffee and red wine and running. I used to run half marathons um, and I'm getting back into training because I always say that I'm just a better person when I'm running. It just helps me focus and that consistency and, and getting my body moving is just so important. I'm also absolutely obsessed with houseplants. Um, and you know, my office, I currently have a rubber tree and aloe plant and a heart-shaped philodendron, a pothos plant, snake plant. So I love being surrounded by these house plants and I'm learning so much about how to take care of them and so far so good. So if you have any inspiration, actually like Instagram accounts to follow, please share with me. Or if you two are obsessed with house plants, I'd love to connect with you because like I said, I have a lot to learn and, and obviously love listening to podcasts when I'm on the go. That's a little bit about me um, and who I am and, and my inspiration for starting this business. And so now I want to jump into my philosophy around productivity, because I think, especially in these days when you're searching productivity, you know, on the internet, you're inevitably going to find this, these kind of hacks, I call them, right? It's like how to get more done, how to work harder, how to focus better, right? And I don't ever want to encourage anyone to get more done for the sake of getting more done. I want the clients that I work with to be focusing on the right things at the right time so that they can maximize limited resources, including your time, right? It's not about what you can check off your list. You're just constantly wearing that badge of busy, right? I think there, there's such this automatic response that so many people have when someone says, hey, how's it going? How's work? And you just say, oh my God, I'm so busy, Right. Or, you know, and it's like we try to one up each other about how much we got on our plates. And I really encourage people to kind of step, take a step back and evaluate what is on your plate and what do you want there and what has to be there and what can you get rid of? So I think that's, that's one of the things I want to be clear from the start is that nothing about this podcast is going to be getting more done for the sake of getting more done. We will talk about ways to be more efficient and effective. Absolutely. But again, more efficient and effective on the right things for your business, for your life, for your family. I also want to talk a little bit more about that guilt and that hustle culture and the pressure that so many entrepreneurs and, and especially women feel about not doing enough or struggling to, to take breaks and to decompress and to invest in self-care and, and kind of that refilling your cup so that you can be your best self so that you can be more efficient and, and effective and, and productive and get more done. And I know that this comes into place in so many different ways. I grew up in a home that really valued, you know, work first, play later. And we had chores every weekend that we had to get done before we could go hang out with our friends. And it instilled an incredible work ethic in me. And, and you know, that, that environment was so was so structured and good. And, and now I, I still live by that philosophy in many ways, but it makes it really hard for me to take a break. You know, it makes it really hard for me to just kind of like sit still and do nothing and be intentional with that rest because I feel guilty, right? I'm, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm kind of thinking about the chores that can be done or the next thing I can do for my business or getting caught up at, at my consulting role. So 
talk through that and right and kind of unpack it and, and give ourselves the permission we need to relax and focus on what is going to refill that cup so that we can maintain a steady level of productivity and, and output rather than that kind of frenetic or frantic feeling of of constantly going and not knowing what to do next and bopping from one thing to the next that, that again, so many people feel. And I also want to speak to the people who are frustrated that things aren't like they used to be. This is something that I think a lot about because I was that hyper-efficient type A kid in school, right? I had a major and two minors and I worked and ran two pretty significant clubs and participated in other clubs and had a social life and did all that kind of college kid fun stuff and friends and you know, all of those things. <laughs> and now I kind of think back like, man, why can't I do that now? Right? Like why I don't feel as, as kind of productive and, and have as much output as I did back then. But I have to remind myself that it was a long time ago and my priorities were different than my need for sleep and rest and fuel and exercise was all different then. And so I think so many people who were those kind of high functioning or type A people back in high school or college are struggling to adjust to their new role as a parent or their new role within um, a company or juggling entrepreneurship with a job uh, with managing a home, right? So there's a lot of other pieces now that weren't there back then. And, and so recognizing that things aren't going to be the way that they used to be, and that's okay. They're supposed to look different. It's supposed to feel different because our priorities are different. My goal for this podcast is to provide you with both the intangible and tangible resources to help you increase your productivity. We'll talk about mindset and cultural aspects of productivity that impact us all. And I'll also share actionable advice and tips for you to find more time for the people and projects that are most important to you. I hope to interview people with diverse backgrounds and experiences that are similar to yours and learn about how they manage unexpected changes and, and life curveballs and balance different pieces of their life to focus on what's most important to them. So I am so excited to share this with you and share these tips and tricks along with this, these kind of great advice and these stories. And if you're excited to learn more, I encourage you to subscribe and follow me at Chelsea N Coaching on Instagram. That's Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y N Coaching on Instagram, or check out my website, ChelseaNewmeyer.com. And I cannot wait to share this journey with you. Yeah.